Hey guys, it's Isaac, the other half of the Weekend Catch-Up podcast with Isaac and Bree. And this week, a special episode for us. We're actually sitting down with a Zoom call with Alan Powell. He's the writer and producer for A Week Away. You might have watched on our Facebook page that we did a reaction to that trailer. Alan saw it on Instagram. He reached out and we connected and did a full 30 plus minute interview with him about the movie, his inspiration to write it, and just his experience inside the Christian world and what it's like to get Netflix to produce a movie about a Christian church camp musical. It gets hilarious. And he's a great guy. This is definitely not going to be the last we hear from him on the podcast or just in general, I hope. Uh, We've got that full interview happening right now, so sit back and enjoy it. Of course, there is the issue of Zoom being Zoom. The quality is probably not as good as if we professionally recorded it in a studio together, but hey, let's go with it. So here's our conversation with Alan Powell, writer and producer of A Week Away. I can't believe I just said that. The walk-up. I know. It's like the tap shoes. The hardwood floor walk-up. That's... I hate, that, I hate that that just happened. I'm <laughs> it was it was building anticipation. It was awesome. Just like the old timey tap shoes that they have when they used to do the old radio things. There's no video, but I forgot that it unmutes itself. Hi guys. Hi, hey, Alan. How's it going? Oh, are you guys in Bentonville, Arkansas? We are like 45 minutes away from Bentonville. We yeah. moved away from yep. Bentonville. Mm-hmm. We used to live there. Mm-hmm. I feel like I heard you guys reference it in the in the the video that I saw, and my sister and her husband um, work at a church in Bentonville. Oh, in nice! Yeah, what church is it? Have, <laughs> don't Christ Church, Christ Community, something. Okay, it's yeah. A pretty cool one. Is that a thing? Yeah, that sounds familiar. It could be. I mean, a few there. Are, yes, there there's are a handful of churches, churches up here in Northwest Arkansas, so it's one of many, probably. Well, we are in the Bible Belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was, I have to not know. I feel bad as a brother that I don't. It's okay. There's so much about my siblings that I have no idea about. I don't so. know what school my sister works at. Yeah, you're in good company. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> Listen, we're all good then. We're yeah. all the yeah. Guys, it's so good to talk to you. Thanks for I, this random. I was watching your video like two days ago, and here we are. Thank you yeah. guys for I know. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So first of all, just background on us, we were we were kind of given a preview for this trailer, having not heard about it before, and you kind of caught just our just cold reaction to it. And then since then, did a little bit of research, looking back on what you've been involved in. And I'm just, I mean, after even talking with you on Instagram, it was really cool to see that you wrote this movie and started working on this kind of from the perspective of, it sounds like a little bit inside kind of the Christian camp, Christian background culture. So I would love to just jump into it. Give me a little bit of your story, where you're coming yeah. from and how you got to producing a Christian camp. I, it's still so funny to be saying it, a Christian camp movie for Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, it has been a, a weird, funny, awesome, cool ride uh, to get to this place as well. I mean, I, I guess it all starts personally in that my, my, my dad was a pastor my whole life. Um, uh, we grew up in South Carolina, then we moved to Mississippi, and then we moved to South Florida. So all the Bible Belt stuff checked a lot of those boxes. And then I went to Liberty University. My bachelor's degree is in the Bible. Um, 
and then I started a Christian band, Anthem Lights. Um, so we moved to Nashville to do that for a while, like a long, like 10 years or something. And somewhere along the way, I started acting because I loved filmmaking and I'd always been interested in acting. And there was a movie called The Song that was coming through Nashville looking for some, a, a musician who they could kind of teach to act as opposed to an actor who they could, uh, you know, maybe sort of kind of teach to sing and play. And so I got really fortunate that they gave me the opportunity to do that. Fell in love with the filmmaking process and everything mm. about it and storytelling and all those those kinds of things. And then, uh, I mean, you know, I'm the very abridged version is that I was leaving my uh, was leaving my, my house one day headed to the studio. And my kids, I've got a bunch of kids. I have six of them now. And at the time, oh, wow. I just, yeah, gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch. Um, that is a bunch. That's a handful, yeah. That's quite a few. My oldest two were watching High School Musical. And I left and I was going mm. to the studio. And I was like, oh, I've never been a Christian musical. And the biggest industry in, in the Christian community is the music or the entertainment, yeah. the Christian entertainment. It was the music industry, followed probably uh, close behind, especially in recent years, with all those, dare I say, bad Christian movies. You can mm. say that here. This is a safe it's space okay. to admit that some of those movies are bad. Yes. I've been in them. So I was like, you know, but there's, there's, there's never been uh, this cross between mm -hmm both of these industries and I love both of them so much and truthfully I love music and I love film mm -hmm. together it's my favorite thing in the world yeah. so said that there's there should be a Christian musical and truthfully even at that time it was like Christian high school musical would would kill I feel like that would yeah, be really, yeah. like that was like seven years ago or something this kind of kernel of an idea and uh I brought on as another, as a, as a, he ended up being the, my producing partner on the movie, or one of them uh, on the movie, we started kind of walking down this road and we took some meetings and we kind of went into these meetings with, you know, to the, to the studios, to these kinds of movies with this kernel of an idea. Mm -hmm. you know, we, we said, well, we want to take old kind of CCM music and reimagine it and, but make it like new and cool and, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and we, I think at the time, we pretty quickly went to the church camp of it all. Because again, I, I, that's how I grew up. And I just have such like fond, nostalgic memories of church camp and, and all of those things that it just felt like in my memory, it's a musical. Okay. Uh, it's obviously yeah. not. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, yeah. So it just made a lot of sense for us to kind of set it there. And, and truthfully, my, uh, my brother-in-law, um, so many of my family members are in the ministry. My brother-in-law was a youth pastor at the time. I remember we were just talking about this idea and he told me about this, uh, this father kid who came to his camp <clears throat> and the, the beautiful kind of uh, week that he had of going from like, oh, this place is terrible to by the end of it, just really feeling like he found like a home and like family and wow. you know, in this, in this place he never expected. And I was like, that's the movie. That's the movie um, there. That's wow. Sweet. So at, at the time, that's kind of what we were walking into these, uh, you know, meetings with. Like, all right, so we're set at a church camp. It's going to be about this foster kid who comes to uh, comes to, to camp, and we're going to reimagine these old, you know, CCMs. And Place in This World was there from the get, because that's one of my favorite songs of all time. Like, I was, a, was the first song I ever learned how to play on the piano. And really? Okay. 
and you know the, the whole thing so anyway we're going to take these old songs and reimagine them and everybody was like yeah that sounds cool that's you know kind of give us like that on the head like you know uh, okay i mean that could be cool um and, then and these are studios uh, that have been making christian movies already so this is kind of like still in that in that industry still so it's you're still inside the christian industry at this point right yeah okay yeah, I, I won't but it's it's the studios that you know it's the studios sure right? mm -hmm. so we, we, that was kind of the the process and and frankly and to their credit they also looked at me and, and again uh my the guy who i, I worked with in the beginning got named gabe vasquez and said listen neither of you have ever produced a movie we're not going to give you a bunch of money to go make a movie just being quite honest we're like ah that's demoralizing but you know okay <laughs> so we just kept our, put our head down and kept doing the thing and then eventually i don't know how long it was it was too long for me i was like because one of the things people kept saying is like well you know what is it they're like oh well it's this and they're like well we need you know we need a script and mm -hmm. and uh so i figure well how hard can that be so i read a few books <laughs> and, uh, the way all good ideas start is how that question. That how hard can that be? I read a couple of books on screenplay writing, and then I, I worked together with a friend of mine, really talented um, writer named Kaylee Bailey, who hadn't had a break yet either, but she knew more about writing than I did, and, I, and she certainly had the same uh, background and came up in the church, and we just really resonated on what the idea could be, and we just... For two, I remember for two weeks, like like it was yesterday, like like it was our job, like 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day. We just got together and we wrote this script. I, my, my, I remember so vividly, like I, I mean, it's fine now because you, you learn and you grow, but I didn't know how to type the script and tab and what is it, I didn't know any of that stuff. So I was up like pacing, walking around, like just dreaming scenes and doing dialogue and this could happen. And she's over there like feverishly doing her own thing, also trying to keep up with her. Just yeah. saying out loud, having her own ideas and throwing stuff out. Uh, it was just a lot of, we had so much fun. Are there recordings of any of these writing sessions? Do you have any sort of like record of this? Yeah. I would I pay any so. amount of money for the writing session for a week away. That would be so great. And then yeah. this kid says this, and then this kid <laughs> says this, but then he makes this face. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Oh, then you could do this. Oh, you could definitely say that. Like, our, I, I, you know, but it's one of those things that that script, you learn so much through the creative process in general, but yeah, that script is the starting place. And that's the script where we found, we found our funding because of that script. And we brought on my uh, producing partner again, Steve Barnett, who is now my, uh, my business partner in, in Monarch, which is the company that we have now that that's the script that got him on board. And that's the script that got our money. Now this, the movie really doesn't look anything like that original draft, except like the mm -hmm. character names and like the foster kid comes to camp and you know i named i named the main girl after my oldest daughter avery and the other chick after my second daughter presley so you know there's those sorts of things that remain and the the lead kid is will and his kind of psychic guys george and david like names of the characters mm -hmm. kind of have stayed and there's some you know some kind of structure stuff there but for the most part as it happens kind of you deepen and, and hopefully it gets better and you write and anyway so the final draft doesn't look anything like that initial movie and yet those two were committing to do it you know i don't believe that we would have made the movie without the just you know how hard can this be yeah how hard can this be hey shoot your shot right 
Turns out it can be as hard as two straight weeks of absolute grinding, and then you can actually come out with something. Yeah. So you've actually done something big. You've established maybe the, <laughs> you've established the pipeline from Christian artist to now movie writer and producer of Netflix movies. That's pretty impressive, man. It is. Yeah, thank you guys. And, you know, I appreciate that. So we went off and made the movie because we, we found investors who believed in the project and and so she was the sole investor and luckily she actually turned she's she's my partner in this company as well and and sure she's one of the her husband was the seventh employee at google uh wow so that all oh dang <laughs> that all works out yes yeah <laughs> uh, i haven't uh, checked on him recently but i think they're doing pretty well <laughs> they're probably doing just fine he, he, he's one he was on the the team that created the search engine so you can't find him because uh, he knows how to dodge it, but sure. nonetheless, um, great partner. We just went and made the movie, and we were excited to bring it to market. And Netflix showed up in a big way, and they bought the movie. And that's amazing. So yeah, that's incredible. That's, that's the shortest version that I that I have. But yeah, yeah. So we're excited about it, man. And it's it's. Um, I'm excited for people to like kind of going back to the history of it. This is why I I I had so much fun watching watching you guys react to the trailer especially like by the way you guys show the great um still thumbnail because your mouth was just like what is happening <laughs> <laughs> we went into it and i just said okay we've been given this Blind thing to react. watch i knew that she grew up in a very 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 nice church that did some like i like good quality church camp stuff whereas like i grew up in a church that was like respectfully not the best budget so a lot of goldfish <laughs> eating and a lot of basically like christian fear factor stuff right yeah that was a big part so of it. we kind of were <laughs> able to approach it with two different angles yeah it's funny because i think you said that in the video when you said that i was like oh man i missed i missed an opportunity i didn't put in the goldfish. Oh, no 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 <laughs> i'm glad that's not in there <laughs> gosh a very bad part of the culture <laughs> it would have re-triggered an entire generation oh, yeah. throwing back Definitely. to that <laughs> Definitely. it was funny man we're, we're i mean you guys i'm genuinely excited for you to see it you obviously can make your own kind of assessment but it was very in intentional for us to 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 treat the story honestly and organically you know i mean it's it's one of the reasons that we made him a fish out of water, if you will, so mm -hmm. that we can kind of our lens into the world. So when he's like, this is weird. I mean, literally one of the first lines he says is this is weird, which yeah. is so yeah. true. If yeah. You come, if you come from uh, from outside and you're like dropped into this world as he is, there are things about it those of us that are weird. Like, yeah, yeah definitely. But kind of we're able to because we made him the main character we're able to point at those things um and hopefully laugh at ourselves that in the in the appropriate way and yet by no means is what i call it satiric it's not satirical at all it's mm -hmm. i mean this is something that i know is meaningful for me and i think it's been meaningful for a lot of people and truthfully it's, it's meaningful for will i mean he experiences something that he hasn't experienced before we don't go, you know, you're not going to find a baptism service at the end. There's Dang it. Baptism. Come on. Come on. Uh, None of the guitar <laughs> playing this. That's funny. Like I didn't, that, that's actually, if you guys will appreciate this, like I couldn't do a movie about church camp and not have like the campfire 
like worship scene. Like that's not being honest sure. about yeah. it either. Right. We have we have that scene, but it was important, I think, as a storyteller. Like, where does it go? You know, it's not the culmination of close up and he goes to the end and he gets saved and like now we're good. Like that just feels so dishonest. Yeah. And so you know, and and so anyway, it's in the middle of our movie when you know, not to give away the whole movie to you guys he's pretending to be something that he's not because he thinks he has to right Mm. to fit in here like it's kind of what you it's kind of it's kind of what we all know like i'm a foster kid like i I gotta i'm i'm bad as far as like i gotta so that's what he spends most of the movie doing and then like when we get to that campfire scene whether he wants to or not and we've all had this experience too like you're there and like just this magic is happening Mm. i just want what that person's feeling mm-hmm. like you know kind of gets swept up in that and he gets swept up in it and and but then that that's not it's like a band-aid on an actual wound, yeah. right like not that's not real certainly healing but that's us that's also not real honesty and so mm. anyway you crash back down to reality yeah 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 movie ends up being about a guy who has to be honest mostly with himself um, and certainly about the, the to the people around him, not like confessing his sins to them, because that's not the point. Mm-hmm. But like the point actually is that none of us are better than any of the other ones, and we're yeah. all good enough. Right. Like, quite I mean, there's one of the there's three original songs in the movie, and one of them is called "Good Enough," which is my favorite tune in the movie. And it's actually to me, it's the whole the point of making the movie at all. I mean, I, mm. I made this for my girls. Um, I have two sons now, but they weren't born yet when we started this process and made this for my girls because I wanted them to hear that they're good enough, that they wow. are worthy of love just the way they are. Yeah. Um, and so we have a, a song called Good Enough, but just because of, I mean, you guys will appreciate this, just because of our culture, I couldn't put that song at the end of the movie. I couldn't say that's not, anyway, I put it at the beginning. It goes in mm-hmm. the first act right in the second beginning of the second act but nonetheless it's it's and it comes from will to the side it's this kind of interesting thing where he hasn't even learned it yet but mm-hmm. he knows that he needs to deliver it to george but he does it in this other way i hope um but that's that's the point of the movie it's really yeah. will having to he doesn't have to pretend to be something he's not mm-hmm. so that these other people accept him and truthfully he doesn't have to pretend to be something he's not for himself and certainly not for god yeah um mm-hmm. that's kind of what we always hoped that we went into and i think on the netflix of it all i think because that was that's our theme that's what mm-hmm. we're saying not saying you know if you don't say this prayer you're going to hell we're not saying any of those things in this yeah mm-hmm. this is this is about you are loved you're worthy of love and that's what we say yeah and yeah we're like we love that. like that's yeah. we we can you know we approve of that uh, you know what mm-hmm. netflix was so we're excited to bring that to hopefully both communities, but there's no there's yeah. no bones about it. We, we made a movie about a kid who goes to church camp, so yeah. you know it's like we couldn't shy away from that either. You know, yeah. I love this stuff. Church and that's and I think you're gonna find a I think you're gonna find a big audience because there are so many people. Whether they, you know, a lot of people are gonna relate to it just because so many people were raised in this lifestyle that even if they aren't in it the way that they were i think that they're still going to relate to it yeah and what i think is cool is that i mean the trailer is great like i really on the whole like the trailer my question watching the full thing was kind of 
thinking about who the movie is for. And I think that it has that earnestness that a musical has naturally, but I think kind of in a times two way when it's a Christian church camp musical, because when I think church camp, it's nothing but that like earnest go, go, go energy and people being like on fire. And I think that what's cool is that you're bringing, like you said, that element of, but we're not ending the movie on the kid getting saved as if that's like the finish line. When in reality, that's kind of where that journey begins. So I think that that's putting that realness in there, I think is that makes me super excited to hear. It sounds earnest. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you can have that earnesty and that excitement for wanting, like you said, what that other person has, but I think it's so crucial to include that dose of reality that, okay, well, now that you've made that life-changing decision, that's where everything begins. It's not a finish line to cross. I really appreciate that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I think we always, we always have the mindset that, that if that scene exists for Will, it's in the sequel. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's, there's, and I'm not, I'm not saying like literally we're going to do a sequel. Sure. Yeah, it. I got, yeah. yeah, I got you. You're still in the walk around, talk and have it dictated space for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I think it was always like, want to be organic with the story, like with the process and what a kid like this would actually feel. And he's a 17 year old kid who in his backstory we're going to go into like lost his parents when he was 10 and has been bounced around a lot because of his behavioral issues. And, and did we, you know, we dug into all this stuff. Like there's versions of the script where obviously we see all that nonsense and, and we just don't, we don't need it for our story, but mm-hmm. this is what people experience. This is what happens to them. And I just couldn't wrap my head around organically going from a starting place for him emotionally to, you know, him for lack of a better term, getting saved by the end of the movie. Uh, yeah. Does it happen? Sure. But I was like, this, this is just like small moves. For yeah. me, this is him like opening his mind up to the possibility that maybe he deserves to be loved. Like maybe mm. he can have a play at any table, you know, with, with yeah. you know, that was such a giant shift in perspective and a giant step for him as a cat. I was like, to go any further than that is like, which just felt dishonest to us. Everyone, to Alan, make- Alan is making a Christian movie with nuance. Be careful, <laughs> this, is, this is dangerous. <laughs> He's created Christian Watch media out. that has nuance and depth to it. You know, I it's I have so many thoughts, man. I, I'll, I'll, but yeah, I mean, we just wanted to be honest, and, yeah. and mm-hmm. not to make we're already asking the audience to pretend, you know, to to take the leap with us that we're busting out in song in the middle of the forest, right? So yeah. everything else is like as grounded, I think, as you can as you can make it. So I love that. Anyway. I'm excited. It looks like it looks like high school musical, teen beach movie. Yes. Church camp. Church camp. Yeah. I'm pumped. Maya, and thank you so much for your time. You've been so generous to sit with us. Yeah. I guess like in closing, before I let you throw anything you want to throw out, is there gonna be a prompt at the end of the movie to text my friends anything at the end of this? <laughs> text your friends. Oh my man, my man, my man. No, we don't. Um, <laughs> A, a God's not dead text from okay <laughs> all right all right well okay. we do, our hope honestly is just that you're you're you'll be like you'll just be excited that you'll want to tell people like yo listen I know it sounds I know what it sounds like but you gotta go watch this movie man I'm telling you like that's kind of I think for you for people such as yourself I'm hoping that that's the vibe you guys have yeah. been there 
to understand it. Obviously, we wanted to be nostalgic. We, you know, I, th this music means so much to me, means so much to mm -hmm. the world that I grew up in. But what's been really cool for us, as you can imagine, Netflix tests everything out the wazoo, right, to make sure yeah. blah, blah, blah. But the people who are familiar with the music, like you guys, go like, oh, I remember that tune, you know, mm -hmm. and the second to see Great Adventure, Marline comes in, you're like, oh, I'm back in middle <laughs> school right now. For those people that have never heard the music, just feels like a song that was written for, mm -hmm. you know, for the movie. Yeah, um, yeah. That's so that's been because really, that's certainly our goal, right? That was certainly our. This is Stephen Curtis Chapman's song called "Dive." I don't know if you guys are familiar with that or not, but. Uh, oh. I, I, well, I, you know, I don't want to assume. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, we, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. We got. <laughs> we put "Dive" in the movie, and it takes place like during like a, um, you know, a uh, big beach day and everybody's having fun and all one pieces of course uh, yes. oh yes. yes appropriate dress please yes important <laughs> that was so, you know like that feels, that feels right but also being intentional about where it takes place for him as a character like that's he has decided okay i'm gonna do this thing and so yeah. we did a story called dive like it's i'm diving in i'm going deep like it just so like finding that sort of stuff and reimagining those lyrics and what was really cool is the first time, because I grew up on this stuff, but the first time that he sings the chorus, he's really nervous. Like he's trying to, it, he's trying to talk himself into it. So hearing those lyrics like in a new way and trying to like reimagine. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's cool. In place in this world is a duet with two people who are talking to each other. You know, you meant, I think you mentioned something. I think it was you. Uh, she's gonna, she's definitely gonna be the pastor's daughter. <laughs> the pastor's daughter. You can always tell. <laughs> uh, I'm really close. She's she's David Keckner who owns the camp, so she's the camp director's daughter. But okay. Oh. All right. Same same energy. Same energy Slightly though. Different. Same wavelength. Yeah. Slightly yeah. Got got it. For her to like, and I think this was in the trailer too. But I we really wanted to wrestle with the theme of perfection because you mm -hmm. guys, I mean, just but certainly within the Christian faith, there's yeah. this idea, I don't know why, but specifically for, for girls and for women, that you have to be perfect. And that's essentially what's called, what, what you're called to do. Yeah. And this for my girls, I was like, we're gonna meet that literally head on. And so that's why she's the camp director's daughter, because she is expected, that is expected of her. And she kind of is that in a way. I mean, mm -hmm. she it's not like she does it because that's necessarily what's expected, but she she's in, like she bought into a faith. She, you know, she just kind of that's the person she chooses to be, but she's the only one who can actually say, I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. Like you have to kind mm -hmm. of make her perfect for her to be able to say I'm not perfect and it have weight. Right. Yeah. So that moment where we find these two characters singing place in this world and for me because that's one of my favorite tunes like to give to give that voice to that song with these two people coming from this place and him going i feel like i have to pretend to be something i'm not to fit in and so he's saying i'm looking for my place and she's saying everybody thinks i'm perfect but i'm not and if i'm not do i have value and that's where she's coming from singing place in this world mm -hmm. but had them collide in and around that song in that moment you know was just kind of like for me as an artist like that's exactly all I've ever wanted yeah. to do with that yeah. stuff. For so the opportunity and the privilege to be able to do that kind of stuff. And then baby babies just we just have fun with it because yeah. you gotta do baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
That's great. So it's going to be fun, man. I mean, yeah. I, 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 my kids like it. So mission accomplished, <laughs> I guess. Hey, that's a mission accomplished. You made sure. it for the kids anyway, and they're the audience that needs to like it. So that's oh, yeah. good. Mission oh, yeah. accomplished on your end then. Well, I want to say I'm excited. I We're was, movie people. I we was really very, are. very so. willing to be excited about this and be surprised with this. I, I, again, like I have been consuming Christian media and Christian movies for a while now. Uh, on the movie end, a little bit disappointed so far uh, for a, from a lot of them, but I will well, say- Well, and the fact that you're, you've, you're doing the script and you're talking about it, I feel like they just throw the scripts out there. Like right. that's, that's what's lacking so much. So I'm, I'm excited to see with the musical element because I feel yeah. like that way it doesn't have to take itself quite as serious. Well, and it, it so. sounds like you were intentional about providing some actual depth and like yeah. I said, nuance, which you're, this is candy for me. I'm pumped about this, man. Yeah, yeah this is great. Thank you yeah, so much for your time. Overstellar, don't get me wrong. We have made a musical. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to have a lot of existential, uh, you know, conversations. About yeah, well, philosophy. sure. Although I would deeply enjoy those conversations, uh, we we dipped our toe into it. It's all, I mean, it's always about, it's like anything else with art, you guys know. It's about understanding, certainly your audience, but being mm -hmm. honest about the story that you're telling and kind of getting a read on the temperature of how far you can go within mm -hmm. the context of what you're telling the audience you're doing. Um, but making sure that you go far enough that there is something, something there. So it was, an, I don't know, I'm excited to hear your honest feedback about how we did on that, but there was certainly a day-to-day, moment-to-moment, you know, kind of check and balance that we were doing. Yeah. And I think there's there's two scenes where we needed to like really wrestle with things. And I wanted to wrestle with it, you know, mm -hmm. in those scenes, no way, but still had to do it in a way where my, you know, eight and 10 year old wouldn't, you know, be like, what, first of all, what's happening, but also yeah. that, really serious or like you know what what so it's 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 been an interesting it's an interesting balance but um yeah. mm -hmm. you know we'll I'm excited to hear what you guys think well we cannot wait for yeah, it give us the uh, give us the launch date for netflix again march the 26th march 26th 25 days away at the time of this recording so <laughs> we'll be uh yeah, we'll watch it. We'll we watch might it give a big, like, out. we might give a big reannouncement when we're a week away from it. <gasps> ah, ah, a week Good away one. From, a week Good away. one. Yeah. Ah. Hey. <laughs> Alan, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, uh, we awesome. are legitimately really excited about this. Thanks for being a good sport with us being completely yes. goofy about your trailer. We are pumped for this, man. Thank trailer you. Trailer looks great. I was like, I was laying in bed with my wife. She was already asleep because we have like a four week old or something. And I was like trying not to wake anybody. Just laughing, ruined me. That's awesome. Thank you. you guys for taking the time to look at it, honestly, and tell your tell your listeners about it. We, you know, we appreciate all of that. Thank you guys so much. Y'all seem lovely. So I'm around. Obviously, we have each other's stuff, and uh, I'm excited for you to see it. But let me know if there's anything I can do, or how I can help, or whatnot. And you guys are awesome.